This episode of the Comets Podcast is being brought to you by Huntington University. They make this podcast happen each and every episode. And if you're a season ticket holder, you can get 25% off all tuition just by listening to this podcast. What a deal! Take advantage of that. Just visit the Huntington University Admissions Office to learn all about it. Now that we've got that out of the way, you know what to do. Let's go on with this week's show. Welcome to the Huntington University Comets Podcast. Please come on in, take your shoes off, have a seat, get a beverage, and enjoy the show because we have got a terrific one for you here today. It is goaltender extraordinaire Robbie Baydoon. Robbie Baydoon, he has got a story for you. This guy did something that maybe has never been done. He won two hockey games in two different leagues for two different teams at two different levels in less than 24 hours. I'm tired just saying that, and we will talk about that. Uh, that with Robbie, among uh, with some other things as well. We might even be related. We'll get into that a little bit uh, uh, later on in the show. So this one is jam-packed. I know it's been a couple of weeks since we had a show. We've had some scheduling issues, but I'm going to more than make up for it here today with Robbie Baydoon. Let's get with the interview. Here is Robbie Baydoon from this week's episode of the Huntington University Comets Podcast. <laughs> You get to do stuff outside with your teammates and you know you walk walk into the rink with shorts on it's a pretty cool feeling <laughs> yeah and it, you know it, it's it's weird but then again it's not it just kind of feels like we had a warm spell but it's like we've continued to play hockey so it's like yeah. i have it's it hasn't really been that weird because you're still playing <laughs> yeah yeah no it's uh it's a fun time of year and uh you know we've just been enjoying it and we're looking forward to uh, these last few weeks. Um, we're in a pretty good position, obviously. So yeah. it's fun. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I'm sure all of us on the team have been on the other end of it where, you know, the team's not doing well and you're kind of just waiting for the season to end, but we're in a position where we're, we're looking to be playing our best hockey going into the playoffs here. So it's, it's a fun feeling for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, you're doing pretty well. Uh, you've seen to have adjusted to the program quite well. Uh, I'm sure you probably feel the same way, but, uh, is it any, is it surprising how well you've done so far? Well, thank you. I mean, I appreciate that. Um, I mean, I think, uh, I think right from the start, um, you know, the team helped me feel comfortable in the program right away. Um, you know, when I, first came here i i hadn't you know been in season for about a month um so that was really the only <laughs> the only thing i was uh like a little bit worried about i guess coming in yeah. uh, i really wasn't worried about you know the adjustment to pro i knew i was going to be fine um in that regard but you know once i got a couple skates under my belt um you know i was i was able to get my legs back and my timing back and then from there, it was just kind of what I've been doing uh, all season. So I, I think, uh, you know, like I said, I think the team's helped me adjust, especially the D-man. We have uh, a really strong decor on this team, uh, as you know, and um, they, they've done a really great job of communicating with me, um, you know, making the game as simple as possible for me, um, you know, giving me the clear-sighted shots, 
so I can see the puck and then helping uh, with rebounds and boxing guys out and taking away uh, lanes, especially on the penalty kill. Our penalty kill has been really strong. And, um, you know, when you have success on the penalty kill, uh, you know, it definitely gives your goalie confidence. So you get your first pro start. So that was cool all in itself. And then you go ahead and just pitch a shutout just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure you didn't expect that. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty cool how it all worked out. Um, you know, I kind of just showed up and was hoping to uh, <laughs> open a play. I didn't really know what to expect. Did you practice much with the team leading up to that game? I can't remember. You just kind of no, get thrown actually, into it. I actually didn't even like get a full practice. I was say, yeah, yeah, I didn't think you did. Uh, I got called here. It was midweek, and then I had to clear all the medical stuff. Um, so that took a few days, and then by the time that was all done, it was already Friday. So I really didn't end up getting like a full practice in with the team. I just got like a morning skate in. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, like I said, when, when I got the call to come here, I really uh, I really didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if it was going to be for that just for that weekend yeah. or if it was for a few weeks or the rest of the year. You know, you, you don't really know much about the situation. You just kind of get a call. Hey, should we, you know, we need you. And then from there, you know, you kind of just – you're not sure if your number is going to get called. But uh, I think it was kind of nice just to kind of be thrown right in there, honestly. Um, you know, from the time I got called to actually playing, it was only a few days. So, um, the anticipation, I guess, didn't really you know, just think about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, drive to Fort Wayne, play right away. So it all kind of happened fast. Um, so I was able just to kind of, uh, really be present with it, I guess, and really just enjoy it. And, uh, you know, I kind of told myself on my drive down from, Wisconsin, uh, where I was up at school, um, I kind of just told myself, hey, I, I don't know how long I'm going to be here or what to expect with this, but I'm really just going to enjoy every day being a pro hockey player because it's it's definitely something that I dreamed of uh, pretty much my whole career. Yeah. So it's pretty cool to be finally doing this for a job, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're certainly having fun. Uh, I mean, uh, you've had great success. Now, I'm going to let you tell the story of what happened a few weeks ago. You get the call up to the AHL. You play in a game Saturday night against a teammate, Matt Bowdens, who was up in Chicago. And then you get the call to go back to Fort Wayne and you meet us in Indy and you drive that entire time to get to Indy. You play in the game and you win the game. I'm just going <laughs> to let you tell that miraculous story how you managed to pull that off i'm tired just explaining it right now <laughs> yeah no it's uh there was definitely a lot going on um you know it was one of those things it, it was similar to when i got called to four way you know i it was just kind of midweek i get the call um you know i i uh i really wasn't expecting that you know i i uh you know, I, I'd only played a few games here in Fort Wayne and I was just really enjoying my time being a Comet. And, um, you know, it was pretty cool to, I guess, see that get recognized. Um, so it's, it's kind of like a good learning lesson for me too, just realizing, uh, you know, if you're just having fun, you know, right where you are, then, um, you know, people take notice of that. You know, I, I think, uh, I think that was something important for me to realize coming, coming back to Fort Wayne, um, you know, just realizing, you know, I'm not going to be coming back, you know, chasing to chasing to go to the AHL again, yeah. or whatever it is, even though it was a great experience, you know, I'm just really going to enjoy my time at Fort Wayne and just keep developing as a pro and, and 
um, keep helping this team win. Um, and then, and then that will, that's all you kind of can do. And then whatever else happens, you know, I think we will, we'll fall into place. Um, but anyway, going back to that week, you know, I, I drove to Chicago and then I had to quarantine for like three days. Um, and we didn't, we didn't practice in Fort Wayne that Monday or Tuesday. And on the Tuesday, that's when I went to Chicago. So I, another week where I didn't skate all week because I had to quarantine. Yeah. So I just kind of had that Friday morning skate, uh, in Chicago with the team, but, um, it was really nice, you know, cause they had a goalie coach there that, uh, he was really helpful with kind of getting me feeling ready because that was another situation where I wasn't guaranteed to play. I had no idea if I was going to play or anything. Sure. Um, and yeah, once I found out, I mean, I woke up uh, the Saturday morning and the coach told me, um, yeah, it's kind of funny how it works out. The, uh, the wheeling assistant or sorry, the wheeling head coach is the son of the yeah. coach there so it was kind of funny uh the coach there coach Arbor, he brought up he's like hey my son told me he can play kind of and uh so you know go out and have fun tonight and uh so he, he really just helped me like ease into it and really just told me to really enjoy enjoy the opportunity and he knows i can play so that kind of gave me a lot of confidence um when, when he told me that going into it but uh yeah, from there, I really just, uh, I really just uh, told myself, you know, same thing. Like, if this is my only game here, I'm gonna make sure I really uh, make the most of uh, each save I get to make, and and uh, you know, really leave my mark here. And uh, you know, that's actually what happened. It was my only game there. Yeah. But uh, you know, everybody was super appreciative of, of the effort I put in. And, and uh, I, I was, I was really appreciative as well. Uh, you know, just getting that experience. It was really cool. Um, you know, just to know that, you know, you can step into a new level and have success and step into another level and have success too. So, so you know, it's pretty cool just knowing that, uh, you know, you can, you can kind of, a, you know, it gives you confidence as a player knowing that you can yeah. adapt to kind of whatever situation you're put in. So um, from there, I mean, I, uh, called coach Ben after the game and I just said, Hey, uh, you know, where are you guys at right now? <laughs> they, were, they were playing wheeling that night. And, uh, I just want to see where they were on the road and, um, you know, cause they were headed to Indy for the game the next day. And then coach Ben, you know, said, Hey, so, you know, what do you want to do? Kind of, um, cause it was going to be a long night of driving yeah. and stuff. And I just told him, I was like, Hey, I'd love to, I'd love to meet you guys in India or whatever. And, um, I was looking forward to getting back with, with the team and, um, it was going to be a, you know, a grind, but, um, you know, I, I figured it'd be, it'd be a, a cool story for myself to always look back <laughs> on, you know, knowing yeah. that. You know, I played two different leagues and two different uh, states, you know, whatever it is, uh, yeah. you know, driving all the way and then um, in, in less than 24 hours. So uh, we're, it's, it's just, it was amazing, especially the OT uh, 
uh, thriller that we had over there in Indy. So it's definitely a few, a few days I always look back on, especially realizing how much of a zombie I was <laughs> that next morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you, I mean, you drove throughout the night. Uh, yeah. so it's like, but you tried to like stop off and like tried to get some sleep, didn't you? And then you couldn't find a room. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess nobody was really expecting that. I, I wasn't either. Just kind of the places where I stopped it was about an hour away from the team hotel um and then yeah i don't know what was going on but it was everything was fully booked there's about three four hotels i stopped at it was like well i'm just keep driving might as well and then uh yeah caught you know five six hours of sleep or something and then went right to the rink so it'll, it'll always be a cool memory <laughs> that's awesome and then i mean did ben tell you you were going or was it going to be your choice or yeah, Ben told me I, I was going to play the night before, so I kind of knew, uh, you know, knew uh, that I just had to get to bed soon, <laughs> and, feel me. and then uh, I just knew that I was going to really have to grind it out the next day, but, you know, I had a couple coffees, and, you know, I, I felt felt okay, and then I just went out and battled, so it was, uh, like I said, it's something I always look back on. And then you had to drive home after the game in Indy, right? You had your yeah, car. Yeah, a lot of a lot of miles on the on the truck. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it felt great driving back, just knowing, uh, just kind of reflecting on everything that happened the past few days. So you were you were probably pretty white. You didn't get a chance to nap on your way home, so you had to. You came home and you just crashed. I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, I came home and and got a lot of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a cool story. I, I don't know if. Uh, if that's ever been done before, I don't know. That's a cool thing to look up if you yeah, win a game. Uh, like that too, but <laughs> <laughs> something the, that, uh, I'm sure that you know won't won't be done again. You know, something <laughs> like you get the opportunity for all those different variables to to line up like that. So yeah, and then when you when you were playing in Iowa, you played Chicago, and and Matt Bowden was up in Chicago yeah. too. So that was also yeah, you was, guys have any words funny. there? Yeah, it was pretty funny seeing uh, you know a familiar face that you just played with <laughs> uh, another team. A few yeah, ago. so uh, it, it was good. It, it was you know it was nice seeing him, just especially around the rink and stuff. I kind of would just see him if we were on the ice, and then he'd be walking by, and we'd wink at each other. But he, you know, you guys know him. You know, he's a great team guy, and. Um, you know, we had some jokes kind of come both coming back here. You know, when he showed up, we just kind of cracked some jokes. Uh, you know, I think he got into a fight too. So uh, <laughs> it was just kind of funny just reflecting on uh, playing against each other and being teammates again. Well, at least he didn't score on you. You don't want to give that guy any bragging rights. Yeah, that would have been, been tough to sit on for a while. <laughs> Oh, well, let's, you know what you're, you're, you know, you're brand new. I mean, but you've made such the impact. So we got to get to know you a little bit. Let's go back. You're from Michigan, right? Yeah. Okay. So you're from, from Michigan and all of you Michigan guys know each other. So I assume when you walked <laughs> into the dressing room in Fort Wayne, you maybe knew a couple guys or at least knew the names. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I knew, I knew Hawkins pretty well. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We stayed together in the summers for a while. Um, I didn't really know Jenks or uh, Sidlowski. I didn't really know them too well. They're Obviously, old. I understand. They're a little old. Yeah, they're <laughs> a little older, but I definitely knew of them, especially Jenks. He played in Plymouth in the OHL. That's where I'm from. So I, I, I joked with him. I was like, hey, man, like I'm not trying to make you feel old, but I was probably like 10, 9, 10, or 11 years old, like watching you play juniors. So. So that was a good laugh we had when I first got here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, 
definitely Hawkins. You know, I yeah. knows how good his shot is, and you know, every goalie hates going against him in practice. So I knew right away coming in what to expect with Hawkins. <laughs> so that was good for me to to kind of just be mindful of before I got here. <laughs> so was it like what was it like seeing that shot for the first time though? Uh yeah, I mean for the first time, I mean it was a few years ago. Um it's just one of those shots that like everybody knows about, you know, like every goalie around town, you know, whenever you get Hawkins shooting on you, like at the goalie skate or something. You know, you know that uh, you're gonna have to be dialed in to, <laughs> to not get pucks whizzed by your ears. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those shots that you realize uh, you have to be at your best for. So, you know, it's, it's the same thing now, even in practice. You know, yeah, pucks coming down. Um, you know, you know, you can't just uh, get hit. He's gonna he's gonna make you really battle to make the save. <laughs> I always like asking the goalies, when did you decide to be a goalie? Most of, you know, because goalies are a little off. I was a goalie. So, yeah, I understand. So it's like, so when was that moment when you said, oh, this is a good idea? Yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was too young to realize what I was in for. But (laughs) um, I decided I I was about like six or seven years old, I'd say. Um, I was just playing in Plymouth. I was just playing on the, you know, the local house teams and stuff. And, um, you know, I loved it. I loved the game. I love the rank, being on the ice, skating. I loved it all, but, um, you know, for some reason, I just wasn't really developing um, as a player as fast as the other kids were. Um, and then I finally – it was just my rotation, I guess, uh, to hop in the net and try it. And um, it's pretty crazy, right, from when I first tried it. That was the last time – um, or I never looked back. I should yeah. say I never looked back. I, I was a goalie from then on. <laughs> so I kind of just fell in love with it for my first time trying it, which is, which is pretty cool. I, I really, really, uh, made some, some nice saves and I just loved, uh, I loved stopping the puck. And I knew that I was way better at that right away than I was playing player for a year or two or whatever it was I was playing for before that. So what did mom and dad say when you decided you were going to be a goalie? Did they say, oh, this is going to be expensive? Well, I, <laughs> I my parents don't come from a hockey background. Um, so the, I, I really, luckily, they <laughs> had no idea what they were in for either. They, they kind of just figured it out as they went along with me on the journey. So they, they really didn't know. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely uh, <laughs> it's definitely something that I look back on and, I'm just always grateful of everything that they uh, sacrificed for me just to, just to be a goalie, just to, yeah. you know, have the gear and the training and all the expenses. I mean, it's uh, like I said, as I keep getting older, I just realize, uh, um, you know, how amazing they were to allow me to have the opportunity to, to grow up being a goalie. Yeah. So how, uh, so what you said, your parents didn't have a, a big sports background. So what's, what's up with mom and dad? What do they do? Oh, uh, my dad's an engineer. My mom uh, was a teacher. Uh, she's retired now, but uh, both of them were born in Lebanon. Um, my mom came over here when she was a child, and my dad came over here when he was older, about uh, 20, 21 years old. So he definitely didn't know what hockey was over there. <laughs> uh, he might have heard of hockey, might have heard of the Red Wings, because that's where he moved to Detroit. Yeah. My parents moved there. He might have heard of the Red Wings, but. Um, 
I really don't think he knew what hockey was before I started skating or anything. So it's kind of funny. Now uh, you, we're, 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 we're Middle Eastern brothers, my man. Oh, really? I'm first generation born here. My dad, uh, whole family's from Iraq. I was one of the first oh, ones no. here. Uh, so when I saw your middle name as Ali, I'm like, all right, uh, you're one of my guys. That. Oh, that's a small <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Love that. So, I have several cousins named Ali, so. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's my dad's name, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, my my dad, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, didn't know much about hockey until he came to Fort Wayne, and that's where that's where I I grew up here, and uh, that's when he fell in love with hockey, and so did I, so that was that. Yeah, hey, similar, similar stories, huh? that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's really neat. So, I mean, so you, you should mom and dad speak any English when they when they came over or uh, uh my dad, yeah. Uh, my mom, I want to say probably not, but my dad for sure. I think yeah, he 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 had English classes and stuff in school and all that. But uh yeah, a lot of my family members um that live here now, even um, you know, they don't speak the best English, but um but uh yeah they they all uh, they all you know pretty much speak arabic still to each other and you know even my grandparents um, now can you speak arabic at all uh i'm not like fluent but you know i can i can speak like you know like some simple stuff i, I definitely understand it uh you know pretty well but you know just speaking you know it's it's uh, i kind of wish it was better i kind of wish my parents made me kind of yeah you know, learning more when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. You're more advanced than I am. Cause I can't say anything or do yeah. anything or yeah. Uh, yeah. Most of my family still speaks Arabic a lot. Uh, so, so I, yeah, I mean, yeah, my, my dad did not, they, they did not take me down that route at all. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Kind of saying, yeah. That's cool. That was kind of like, you know, when he, uh, you know, stopped but when he came to America. It's like, well, I'm, I'm going to speak English. It's like he's actually like when when he would get around relatives who would want to speak Arabic. It's like we're in America. Let's speak English. You know, yeah, so he I would do that. English, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, so great, man. We got something in common. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> so you, so you went to the University of Wisconsin, obviously, and you were you became an engineer, right? You got that was your degree. Yeah. Yeah, I got a master's degree this year. Um, I'm still working on it. Uh, I still have to take quite a few classes this summer. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of hard work. But uh, I wanted to kind of utilize my degree uh, at Wisconsin the best that I could. Uh, I've always been passionate about uh, data and analytics. Uh, so that uh, that degree, you know, best suited me um, for that. And uh enjoying it so far and like i said it's definitely a challenge but uh you know i i've learned how to manage my time pretty well um you know i'm at my time doing my undergrad at michigan tech you know balancing school and hockey and kind of you know knowing how to succeed uh, at both so um, i was lucky to be able to have you know those three years under my belt so um this this graduate degree on top of uh you know playing a lot of games you know it's um something that wasn't as challenging just because you know i had all those habits kind of in place yeah time at michigan tech so uh, so how hard was it to juggle all that i mean in graduate courses and playing hockey i mean you I mean, you said yeah. you had that you had it oh. down but i mean you're not taking uh really easy classes <laughs> oh yeah no i uh like i said it was definitely challenging but um you know i think the one thing that was different um was i'm taking 
three classes instead of at tech. I was, I was either taking five, five or six, even yeah. sometimes. So I was taking a lot more classes. Um, so the one thing was, you know, I was able to kind of only focus on just a few classes. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a lot more work, but, um, you know, I think just taking time to focus on just a few different subjects at once kind of just helped me, um, you know, progress more, um, and, and not be so, uh, uh, not have so much chaos with, you know, six different classes, all these different assignments, you know, it was more kind of bigger assignments and just, a, you know, also with, uh, less classes. So, you know, I wasn't turning in seven different things a week. Like I wasn't, yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I think that's one of the difference that kind of helped me a little bit, but, but yeah, I just had to be really efficient with my time. And that's something I still have to do. As like I said, I'm taking summer classes because, you know, it's the, kind of the same thing, you know, with playing pro, you know, you, you, uh, you have a lot of games, but you, know, you also got to take your school stuff too. And it's just, it's also helpful that it's online too. Yeah. Yeah. So when does summer classes start? We got the playoffs here. This is an unusual situation. We're going to be playing in June. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Luckily it's, it's, uh, you know, I have one that starts soon and then kind of the rest of them would be, um, you know, later, later in the summer, uh, kind of more in July. Yeah. So luckily, um, you know, I'm not kind of slammed with it all right now. This is kind of my time to just kind of sit back and play hockey. Like I guess I have that one class starting soon, but, um, you know, the rest of them, luckily, uh, they don't kind of start till after playoffs would end. So that's kind of nice. So what are some of the names of the classes you have to take to be an engineer? I, I probably couldn't even pronounce them. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there's, there's one that's called uh, uh, Matrix Methods for Machine Learning. You that's see, I would think that had something to do with the Keanu Reeves movie. I wouldn't even know what to do with that. <laughs> there's one, uh, that's one I have to take coming up. Um, there's, there's a virtual reality class. Um, which should be pretty cool. Uh, I'm starting soon. Um, and there's just kind of like data analytics classes. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's some, some programming and stuff. Um, so you're a math guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you could <laughs> say that. I mean, I'm not, I've never been like, you know, like the best at math, but I just, for some reason, um, I really like working with data. Um, yeah. You know, I, I like, like statistics have always been interesting to me. So I guess, I guess kind of primarily statistics, you know, I've never been very good or, or uh, you know, I guess proficient with, you know, calculus and all these other things, but it's for some reason, statistics uh, kind of always interest me. <laughs> and it's cool. You, you're into data, you're, you're into well, a little bit of math, you know what you're doing, but it's very meticulous. And you being a goaltender, does that play into that at all? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do. I do like um, looking at all the advanced stats that are coming out nowadays about NHL goalies yeah. and stuff with, with, um, with the newer um, ways of, you know, judging a goalie's performance and their weaknesses and their strengths and stuff. Um because I think a lot of the traditional metrics for judging goalies is, is very outdated. Um, you know, you can see a goalie's goals against average and save percentage. And, you know, they've been kind of using those two metrics for the past, I don't know, 50, whatever years. And it's, it's something that really hasn't changed. 
but I think in the next few years, you're going to start hearing more um, household metrics for um, judging goalies performances, because there's so many other things that go into the goalies goals against average and save percentage. So um, something I kind of do in my free time is just kind of look, look and see you know, at these trends that you see in the NHL with how a goalie on a bad team um, can also be also, you know, one of the best goalies in the league. And then, you know, some goalies can kind of be hiding in the middle of the pack, but also be stopping the most amount of high danger chances and stuff. So it's kind of cool for me to look at. It's not really something that I do with my own game um, since I don't have really access to that stuff, but uh, I really try to be as analytical, well, not as, as like really analytical at all with my game um, because I, I kind of think it can kind of hinder you a little bit if you're, you know, always analyzing, you know, all this stuff about yourself, but um, it's more something that I like doing with other goalies, if that makes sense. <laughs> Please explain a high danger shot to me. Cause that seems like that's something I should know and I'm going to use. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think like a high danger shot would be like a breakaway, um, you know, like a, like a one timer um, from, from a, maybe like the slot, you know, maybe like, like on a power play, uh, you know, if there's a one timer wide open, you know, pass it over right to the dot or something, you know, I guess that would be kind of a high danger chance. Um, it, it all, it all depends on, you know, how close the shot is coming from and kind of where the pass is coming from, or if it was a rebound or, um, you know, there's numerous factors that go into it, but it's, it's usually like a, like a chance where a goalie is making a really good save. Um, just keep the, that puck out of the mat. So we're, I'm learning new things here today. That's it's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so you went to you went to Michigan Tech, right? That you got your undergrad at Michigan Tech and graduate at at Wisconsin. Is that I got the chronological thing right. there? Okay. <laughs> now you played at Michigan Tech, didn't you play in an outdoor game where it was like super cold? Yeah, I did. Like crazy, yeah, crazy, I, nut, nutty cold. Yeah, that was. That was the coolest, but <laughs> miserable <laughs> worst experience. Now it was, uh, it was really, it was a really cool experience looking back on it now. But during the time, I mean, it was it was like negative twenty five degrees, and like with wind chill. I mean, it was insane. I mean, I couldn't feel my body. the The sweat on me was was um, like hardening, like my jersey yeah, like freezing, yeah, solid because like my sweat would just all of a sudden just freeze. Um, so it was, it was a situation you really had to battle all of the elements. I mean, at the water bottle, my net, my equipment manager built this like little like hand warmer pack that he wrapped around it so it wouldn't freeze. I mean, it was, it was incredible. But, uh, but yeah, it's that's, that's definitely one of the you know, one of the cool memories. I'll. I'll always uh, look back on my college career. Yeah. So, I mean, so what was it like catching a puck at minus 20 <laughs> degrees outside? I can't imagine that. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, the, the one thing about that was the lighting at the venue that we were at. It wasn't the best because it was kind of just some random field they built the rink in. It wasn't like a, like a oh, okay. field or football field or something like that. Yeah. So the lighting was, was pretty bad there. Um, so like there, there was numerous times in the game where like everybody would lose the puck, like even the refs, like everybody, and then I would just like be in the corner and we'd find it. So <laughs> it was pretty tough seeing out there just because it was like basically pitch black. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine playing, playing something like that, but again, like you said, it's a cool story. So uh, you have that. (laughs) So are you the, uh, the only kid or you got brothers and sisters? Uh, No, I have a sister. She's uh, 27. Um, She went to Michigan state and uh, she, uh, she does like cosmetology now. So she just lives in Michigan back home. Yep. So. Oh, did, did she ever practice on you as far as giving haircuts or stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, she does. She <laughs> does. So luckily, uh, luckily, I uh, my hairstylist knows me pretty well. <laughs> I don't have to tell her what to do. She just kind of does does her own thing, and it always looks pretty good. So, oh man, that's dangerous. Nice to go. Out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, when she was first, uh, she was only doing women's stuff. Yeah, but she wanted to get into men's hair too. So I was kind of her guinea pig at first and she ended up doing really well. So she kind of uh, got her confidence from me for cut from cutting hair. So. <laughs> nice. You got two opposite uh, engineer and uh, your, your sister knows all the beauty products. So it's, yeah. you know, yeah, that's, you got that's the whole spectrum there. That's uh, that's what she's passionate about. So, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's also neat, you know, when you have parents that let you let, you know, let you do what you want to do, you know? Yeah, for sure. They, they, uh, they're one of the, you know, some of the most supportive, uh, parents that I know out there. <laughs> so they, uh, they've always been big on us. Just me and my sister, Julia, just, uh, you know, going after what we're, like I said, we're, we're most passionate about and, uh, knowing that we'll have success and enjoyment and, and, uh, whatever we do, if, if we're doing what we're passionate about. So that's something that they've always preached to us. And, uh, you know, we're definitely really grateful for, for that. Do, do mom and dad get to see you play? Obviously, they have, haven't been to Fort Wayne yet, but do they get to? Do they do they come out to games a lot of, when you're in college? Yeah, my dad's actually been to Fort Wayne. Um, I think he's seen two games. Oh, okay, okay. Lucky enough, he was able to see my first game too in Indy. He didn't want to miss that one. So, oh, good, good. Um, he's able to drive down since it's not too far. But uh, my mom hasn't came down here yet. She's looking to she's looking to make her Fort Wayne debut soon. Um, maybe maybe this upcoming weekend or the next one or well not the next one but maybe in playoffs. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, my my dad he's he's been enjoying it. You know he he uh, came to all the games he could um, at Wisconsin, and uh, you know it was kind of funny. You know he's just telling me that it's it's kind of crazy being in an atmosphere again because we didn't have fans this year at any yeah. college games really. So. Even for myself, it's it's awesome being in an atmosphere again. You know, having fans there, especially the common fans. Um, you know, it's cool playing in front of a passionate fan base, and uh, you know, it's uh, even even with the limited capacity. You know, it's it's definitely special playing every game here uh, in Fort Wayne. Yeah, we we hope that uh, you know you'll be around one day when we pack the place with ten thousand. Uh, yeah. You know, like we we used to do, and uh, uh, pretty a pretty special place to play when it's fully packed like that. So, yeah. Do, do you know, know the biggest crowd you ever played in front of? Do I know the biggest crowd yeah. I've played in front of? Um, it's a good question. Um, yeah, I think, I think I've played in front of like 10,000 or something. Yeah. Um, I, I, something that sticks out. I could be wrong. I could, there could be one in college. Oh yeah, probably. Probably when I played at North Dakota um, at the Ralph Engelstad, I think there was about ten or eleven thousand or something like that there. Yeah, oh, yeah, because you, you played juniors in North Dakota, right? I played juniors in North Dakota yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, 
but yeah, I played against North Dakota in a college game. And, and that was, that was definitely another really cool memory that I'll have in my college career, just playing a game there. I and mean, it really feels like an NHL game. Yeah. So you've, so. you've, you love the cold. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's something that's something you know cool about hockey is a lot of times you don't really choose where you go i guess you kind of just go wherever <laughs> yeah so wherever the best opportunity is you know i kind of just you know migrate to there but uh yeah ends up being uh kind of in colder places i guess yeah well i've i've, I've been asking the guys and I, I've, I've asked players for this for years i'm like you know if you know, we're in a unique situation now where we're going to play in warm weather, but you know, if you had to play in it all the time, like if you were playing in Florida, would that be a distraction if you weren't used to it? You know, it's like, Oh, do I want to go to the rink or do I want to go to the beach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I think, I think it would help, you know, I think now like just, just getting able to being able to do stuff outside. And like I said, I think it's really helpful because, uh, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, when you're playing in the cold for so long, you know, you're just like, oh, I just want to, you know, you know, do stuff outside. And that's something you're kind of looking forward to. But now, like, we're able to do that stuff. So we're able to kind of have the best of both. Like, you know, we're able to go outside, maybe play around at golf and then, you know, go to the rink, too. So it's kind of cool that we're in this unique situation. Yeah, the reviews have been mixed. It's kind of like 50-50 when I ask guys that question. They're like, no, I'd want it to be cold. I couldn't play in Florida. Or it's like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I, think, uh, I think either way. <laughs> so has, uh, has your mom and dad become knowledgeable in hockey now? I mean, kind of like my dad eventually became primarily my dad. I mean, my yeah. mom, she's not, she's not this huge hockey fan. I mean, it's more so just kind of, she enjoys watching me, but my dad, yeah, definitely. She's a big hockey fan now. And uh, he's definitely become really knowledgeable on the game. I mean, I wouldn't say he could coach a youth team or something. <laughs> he knows the game and, you know, he, he knows, uh, he knows, you know, what, what it takes to be a good player and, he knows me who to be mad at, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, you know, <laughs> he knows who to be mad at after uh, I lose a game, right? <laughs> and the other guy, no, <laughs> but uh, no, you know, that's something that I've always been grateful for as well. You know, just realizing like, he doesn't have a hockey background or anything. I mean, he's never. <laughs> I could have the worst game, and you know, he he'd still tell me, you know you know, I did my best and I did a good job. You know, he's never been too hard on me or anything, you know, cause I know, I know there's a lot of, you know, growing up, you know, just being on triple A teams and stuff. There's definitely a lot of hockey parents that were, you know, really tough and that kind of wear on their kids and that would kind of cause them to burn out. But, you know, my parents have, have always allowed me to just keep the game fun and realizing, uh, you know, that, they, they only want to see me play hockey if, if, I, if I'm enjoying myself and having fun with it. So yeah. they get reminded me uh, about that. And that always is, that's helped me, you know, continue to play till this day. Yeah. Did you play any other sports? Um, yeah. I, I, uh, well, I've always played golf. I was, always, I've always been, you know, really, uh, really big into golf ever since I was younger. Um, but uh, obviously, you know, I think when I, when I got to like, I played like lacrosse a little bit too in high school, but once, um, once I got to like 10th grade, it was just hockey, uh, you know, kind of year round became kind of my full time. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So yeah. kind of just earlier years in high school, that's when I really 
put all my focus into hockey and realize I want to make a career out of it. Well, I'll warn you. I mean, I tell the guys this and like, if you guys go play golf, if you play golf with Jackson Leaf, make sure it's friendly. There's no <laughs> money involved because he's a hustler. He's a great uh, golfer. Okay. I'll, I'll keep really that good. Mind. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> it's, good, it's good to know. <laughs> yeah. So Lee Free, yeah, you could probably uh eating be a golf pro maybe, golf pro maybe one day. So yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll uh, I'll be looking out. Hopefully I can golf with them sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been able to get out any? I mean, the weather's been beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten out a couple of times. Yeah. yeah, I've gotten out to Colonial a couple of times uh with some of the guys. So yeah, it's it's been beautiful. It's been beautiful and it's just something nice to do on like an off day. Yeah. Um, you know, just to get outside, get some vitamin D, you know, it's good. It's good for all of us. Um, Were you able to get your, bring your clubs with you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. My, my clubs always stay in my truck. <laughs> they, don't, they don't leave my truck. So, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Oh, bless you. Um, so yeah, that's, that's one of the things I knew uh, I needed to bring with me. <laughs> you know, especially <laughs> the weather being nice. Didn't bring too many clothes, but got my clubs <laughs> that's all you really need that's that's yeah. yeah 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 so i mean yeah i mean you gotta uh you know you, did you get kind of clued into like all right you're you're now a minor league hockey player you kind of have to travel light uh you know do you, yeah. did they yeah. warn you about that I'm definitely adjusted to i mean um kind of like an overpacker to be honest with you and yeah. that's something that um <laughs> i've even adjusted just kind of coming to pro is you know you, you go to you know, you go to wheeling overnight or something, just bring a backpack, you know, it's just, you know, especially with all the travel, you know, it makes it easier packing and unpacking stuff. If you just kind of travel light. Uh, so yeah, even, even that I've made an adjustment with. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and with you, I mean, you guys can get calls at any time to go anywhere. You know that. Yeah. You know, so you kind of have to be at the ready, you know, at any time. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, that's true. And, um, you know, it's something that I've gotten pretty good at over the years, especially, you know, the past month, you know, with the travel that I've had, um, just realizing, uh, you know, that, <laughs> you know, the essentials you need to bring and, uh, you know, you realize, uh, the things that don't really need to make the trip. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, ask the veterans. That's you know AJ. I'm sure he knows what to what to pack. Yeah. He's been doing it long enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, are, do you uh, do you have a place to yourself, or do you get a roommate? Oh, my roommate was supposed to be uh, Lacus. Oh, <laughs> keep the goalies yeah. together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was gonna be a little goalie room, but obviously with the situation, yeah, um, yeah, we're not exactly sure what's what's gonna happen with that. But so it's kind of just me for now. Yeah, which is which isn't bad. Um, you know, I got. Stephen Harper that lives right under me and then um uh, Gazzola lives right around the corner so we're always kind of hanging out and um carpooling and stuff with each other so it's nice having those guys kind of close yeah I mean if you've got homework to do it's nice not to have a roommate <laughs> yeah yeah I've really never been by myself before so it's kind of nice uh also, you know, it's nice when you have somebody to always talk to. It does get a little lonely at times, but also at the same time, it is kind of nice. You just have peace and quiet. Like you said, if you want to do homework and stuff, there's not too many distractions. <laughs> yeah. Well, so there you go. Yeah, I mean, that's another adjustment. Like you said, you've had roommates this entire time and, you know, you yeah. you left mom and dad's house. You had a roommate and all that stuff. And now you're by yourself. So that there's another adjustment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so what's the cooking situation? Do you know how to do that? I mean, you obviously. Yeah, yeah, I definitely <laughs> developed that in college. Um, 
So it's, it's kind of been nice. Um, at, uh, you know, at Wisconsin, you know, we had a lot of meals that were, you know, we, we had a lot of meals at the rink and stuff that were already made for us, but there'd also be times where I'd cook too. But, um, you know, here I just, you know, I've been buying my groceries I, and I, uh, just been cooking a lot. So it's kind of been fun for me, honestly, just to be cooking and stuff. I, I really, uh, I've grown to, uh, like cooking, but, you know, also during the season, I know it's, it's definitely tough to be cooking all the time, but, <laughs> You know, especially having all this time uh, without school right now, it's nice to just take some time to kind of make some fun stuff. And, um, you know, definitely been developing as a, as a chef <laughs> the past, you know, month since I've been here, just having, having a lot of time to make food. So, well, Matt Murphy wants to open a restaurant. So I think maybe I did he hear could, that. I did hear that. Yeah. So he could give you some recipes. He wants, he wants to open a steakhouse. So, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'll have to, uh, consult with him on that and, uh, <laughs> and see, and see, uh, if there's any cool, uh, marinades that, you know, I can, I can do with steaks or whatever. Yeah. He claims he knows what he's doing. So I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'll have to talk to him about that. Cause I did hear that. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been great, man. I appreciate you. We took a minute to get together. Uh, it's been awesome. I, I appreciate yeah, you coming on. And... It, was, uh, it was a fun combo for sure. So yeah. Still- yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, I try to make this thing about you guys, you know, not necessarily about hockey, just about whatever, you know. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I get to actually know us as people and stuff too. So oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Because I think a lot of people, you know, forget that you guys are just dudes. You're not robots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just just dudes that uh you know end up playing hockey too. So <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so remember that. <laughs> There's stories behind everybody, folks. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, and no, all thanks for taking the time as well. You know, taking the time to get to know me and stuff, and uh, you know, hope to see you soon or something. Hey, man, we're, we're we might be cousins. We have to look at the family tree. We might go. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, might be related. Hey, close enough. Middle East, Middle East boys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, take care. Thanks again to the archives with you because this show is completed it is in the record book i want to thank robbie baydoon for being my guest here today i also want to thank him for just being a terrific goaltender he is doing a fantastic job in net for the fort wayne comets and let's hope we can keep this guy around a little bit longer how would you like to see that well robbie baydoon thank you for being on the show and thank you for listening another episode is in the books folks this has been the comets podcast being brought to you by huntington university